Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Once again, everyone, it's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 185. Fall special events, Jamboree on the Air, Fallout, and School Club Roundup, recorded live on Thursday, October 10th, 2019. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined live by Bill Stearns, NE4RD, and not so live with Christian Kudnick, K0STH, and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the show was Dr. Nathaniel Fursell, W2NAF, to talk about the Hamsai Centennial WWV Festival of Frequency Measurements. Say that five times fast. If you missed the show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or YouTube, or you can catch the rebroadcast on WTWW 5085 AM Saturday evenings at about 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So get your questions ready to go for Bill on uh, radio scouting. If you're listening to us live tonight, on Thursday, you can give us a call after I talk to Bill for a bit and with Christian, and that phone number is 812-638-4261. You can give us a call and ask your questions during the call-in segment. I'll give you that number again so you can have it handy. We're not ready for people to call just yet. We'll uh, We'll talk a little bit first, and then we'll let you know when. But that number again, 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. Of course, you can tweet us. If you'd rather uh, type, you can tweet us. Uh, we'll be watching at HamTalkLive on Twitter as the night goes on. So I'll be back with Bill after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Is this getting serious? I think so. Well, how do you feel about it? Just imagine if you hadn't run out of PL259s. Just imagine if your connectors weren't from Tower Electronics. Consider the sophisticated quality of connectors from Tower Electronics. Their silver-plated in connectors are so good, they've even been used on the International Space Station. I'm not so sure why I ever used any other PL259s. Mine are better. Besides, you deserve the best. You know I love you. 
Don't be caught without PL259s. Visit Tower Electronics at a ham fest near you or visit them online anytime at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. They also have ham sticks, mobile antennas, and meters too. See the whole catalog. Go to pl-259.com, Tower Electronics, the ham's dime store since 1978. You're listening to Ham Talk Live, the number one podcast amongst the podcasts with the words ham, talk, and live in the title. Here's your host, Neil Rapp. Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight to help bring Ham Talk Live your way. Their Ham Fest schedule coming up this weekend, October 12th, Chickasaw, Alabama. October 19th, they'll be in Greenville, Tennessee. November 2nd and 3rd, Lawrenceville, Georgia. And November 8th and 9th, in Montgomery, Alabama. And you can visit them anytime you want at pl-259.com. Well, joining me tonight live is the chief nerd, Bill Stearns, <laughs> NE4RD, uh, the newly proclaimed National Jamboree on the Air Task Force Chairman. Bill currently resides in Billings, Montana, with his wife and three children, one of whom has a birthday today, so happy birthday. And um, he's a life member of ARRL and the K2BSA Amateur Radio Association, of which he is currently the vice president. And he is active in uh, a lot of stateside contesting with the Big Sky Contesters and Skywarn with Yellowstone County Aries. And he's a software and systems engineer, podcaster, and and just generally nerdy guy. You can find him on the Linux in the Ham Shack podcast where he's been a co-host since May 2016, and also over on Amateur Radio Newsline reporting on radio scouting. So, Bill, welcome back. Yeah, thanks a lot, Neil. Thanks for uh, having me back. I'm glad I didn't bore you guys the last time I was here. <laughs> well, you were, you were on a roll there for a while. You had like two or three episodes in a row. So you know. Yeah, yeah. you had us on with uh, Linux in the Ham Shack, and then I came back on for the World Scout Jamboree. And yeah, we were just <laughs> constantly making the rounds here. Yeah, it was the Bill Stern Show. So. Well. <laughs> Well, congratulations on being uh, named the, the, the chair for Joda, and uh, big thanks to Jim Wilson, K5ND, for all his years of work, and uh, we wish him some well-deserved rest from at least uh, part of his volunteering. Um, so tell us how that new job's going so far. Well, it's going pretty well. We had a, a couple of um, meetings uh, on the phone, at least, to kind of at least get me in touch with uh, uh, the BSA people and uh, our Jody counter uh, counterpart here in the U.S. We have it split into two different uh, task forces uh, right now for the U.S., and uh, we actually just had a meeting, uh, I think, about two or three weeks ago with uh, WASM, uh, the World Organization of Scout Mo- Scouting Movement, the uh, international organization, um, uh, talking about, uh, you know, our Joda and Jody uh, preparations and uh, and and stuff like that. So uh, so it's it's kind of, it's kind of interesting being on uh, the the sort of the business side of uh, the organization of the event uh, here for the U.S. 
and I, I hope we can uh, continue to uh, to grow it as we have been doing over the the past few years that that I've been involved with it. Well, let's talk a little bit about this year's jamboree. Now, what do you hope to accomplish this year, and and how can hams that are listening to us tonight help out? Yeah, let's talk about uh, Jamboree on the Air and Jamboree on the Internet is uh, next weekend. It's the 18th through the 20th of October. And uh, if you don't know what Joda and Jody is, you obviously haven't been listening. <laughs> it's, it's, the, uh, it's the largest scouting event uh, in the world, not, not just in the U.S. It's the world event. This is an international event. And if uh, the sign of going to a national jamboree in the U.S. versus a World Scout jamboree in the U.S., we had twice as many people at the World Scout Jamboree, close to about 50,000 scouts. I think the number was close to like 45,000 scouts. So, like, everything in the world is, is scoped huge, and a lot of people are involved in it, and it's it's great. It's billed as a, the, the travel-free jamboree. It's the jamboree you can, you can participate in from your home, from your troop, from a park or, you know, anywhere that, uh, that the, uh, the event is being hosted by, uh, you know, local, uh, local parties, uh, whether that be a, a ham club for like a Joda or, you know, it might even be a, a troop member that's a ham radio operator or uh, just a trooper pack or, um, uh, crew that has uh, somebody doing the the Jota portion or Jody portion as well, which is uh, basically using the internet to have scouts talk to other scouts all over the world. And uh, you know, we here in the amateur radio community, of course, focus our efforts on the Jota side because we want uh, to get kids on the air. And it's a great way to introduce uh, youth to uh, ham radio and uh, amateur radio as a hobby as a lifelong hobby as i i like to say it's uh it's definitely something that you know you can uh you know get them interested and you know maybe maybe they'll go get a license maybe they'll buy a radio maybe you know maybe they'll get on the air it happens yeah you know some 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 uh some kids uh dig it and they they uh they they want to get into it and and they do and some are you know, just going through the motions. You know, this is one more little checkbox that they need to check off for requirement, uh, whether that be as a as a Cub Scout for you know talking to someone in another country, uh, which is a requirement for their Air of Light, or whether it be part of a Alertbook Radio Merit Badge program uh, that the Boy Scouts are running, uh, the the Scouts are running. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a there's a ton of things that uh, the Scouts can get involved with with this event. And it's a great opportunity to get the uh, the youth on the air. Now, I, I got to relate this story, and I, I totally didn't realize that I would do this until just now. Uh, but t- today at school, it, it was Ham Club Day, and, and we've got a new member, and he has his license, and he got it at a scout camp this summer. Uh, so he was in New York State somewhere, and did the radio merit badge got his license hasn't been on the air yet so (laughs) we got him to sit down at the radio we got him to call um, a station in spain a couple of times that uh, we're getting him over the mic fright but uh but we're getting him on the air and he's he's all excited about it but you know he probably wouldn't have done that had it not been for for going to the scout camp over the summer and and picking up the merit badge that's right. And, and, you know, as Jim used to say, it's a 
it's planting seeds like you're you're planting a garden you know some of the some of the roots will will take in and and some won't you know so uh it's always it's always good to 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 give you know to show this show amateur radio uh, to as many people as possible i mean that's how we grow the hobby is to get more people involved in it and uh obviously with uh with the scouting program we have a, a good captured audience because at one point in time in their career they're going to have to cross over and and use radio for something or at least pass through like a, a jamboree a, a, a summer camp where someone set up a, a you know scout camp on the air station um it it's 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 going to happen they're going to see it so in, in the in the scouting programs throughout the world you know there's you know large amounts of scouts all over the place so the 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 odds are as, as good to get uh to get the youth involved with radio, but uh, let's let's get back to uh, just the Joda and Jody event, just to kind of get the paperwork out of the way, as they say. If uh, if you want to participate in Joda and Jody, um, if you're not already signed up, and uh, signing up means if you have a group of scouts and you 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 want to register your call sign as the event station's call sign, um, you can do that. If you're going to operate by yourself and just provide contacts. Um, for scouts, which is is needed, much like when we were talking about World Scout Jamboree, you know, just we need other people on the other end of the radio. Band conditions are up and down still. You know, the sun is not really our friend all the time, <laughs> and you know, sometimes we have really good, uh, you know, really good conditions, and sometimes not. So, the more people that can get involved is is always better. Um, and I've even you know, convinced a few others, you know, just get on the air, you know, just you know, you'll register yourself as, as a single person. You don't have to register, at, you know, a group of, you know, 10 scouts or whatever. You can register yourself and be participating in the event. And uh, with that with that uh, registration, there's two places to register for, for at least the U.S. market. Um, there's the international site, which, of course, is jodajody.info, J-O-T-A-J-O-T-I.info. And on the website, you'll see a, a big uh, you know sign up button where you'll have to go ahead and register your account, and you do have to have a scout.org account, so uh, you'll have to go through the motions to get that. And uh, what I am telling people to do is, if you even are a single, go ahead and register as a group, because when you register as a group, it opens up other options under your profile, which allow you to also participate and have what at least the Jody people are going to be looking for generally, but we did get a lot of this last year, um, these Jam Puzz IDs. So you get a, a JID number when you register your group, and you'll get an email. Like, I just got my email today for it. So uh, if you are already registered, you probably received an email as well with your number. Now, if you registered as an individual, you will not get a number. So if you plan on being on the air, then you probably want to go ahead and flip your registration to a group. And when you get down to the numbers of, you know, scouts, just put zero and you'll go ahead and be a group of one. <laughs> and uh, you can go ahead and put all your other information there. I'll ask you for your call sign. Um, if you're going to be on uh, Skype or um, uh, the uh, uh, drawing a blank now, uh, Scout Link uh, has a uh, has a uh, IRC chat room as well and uh, uh that information is over there as well what you're there as like i'm logged in as any 4rd there so i'm the same pretty much everywhere and once you get that registration done 
Oh, we're losing you, Bill. And strangely enough, oh, oh there you are. Oh. You're back. How? And we've lost you again. You have me? <laughs> the wonders of the internet. Yes, you're back. And now you're gone. Oh, no. <laughs> the wonders of the internet, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Live radio. <laughs> no, do, you, do you have me now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I okay. can hear you now. Good. <laughs> Where did I fall off at? <laughs> Uh, you, not, not far back. You were, you were just talking about okay. the, you know, register, converting it to a group and okay, registration. all that, yeah, registration stuff. Yeah. So once you finish up with the uh, international site, go to the K2BSA.net site, register yourself there and you can register there as a group of one as well and put all your information in there and you're off to the races at that point. You're registered for the event. Now, uh, you talked about what we want to accomplish during the event. So what we want to accomplish is once the event is done, we want as many people to report back their experience and their information back at the K2BSA.net site so we can collect accurate numbers on participants so we can show that we are growing the Jamboree on the Air and Jamboree on the Internet program here in the U.S. And the more stations we have sending back reports, the more information we have to know exactly how many people are participating because that's really a hard number for us to get at without people actually, you know, giving us that feedback on exactly how the event went. Um, and uh, to incentivize that, uh, we do have for stations that follow through, register, and follow through with reporting what happened after the event, the follow-up, um, ICOM America has uh, graciously donated an ID51A uh, handy talkie for uh, for a prize for one of the people that send back in uh, their follow-up report, their after-action report to the K2BSA. So it's very cool of them, and uh, we're really happy to have them as a sponsor for that. Well, that's, that's really cool that... Uh you know, ICOM helps out in so many ways, and uh, it's cool that you can uh, incentivize those reports because uh, that's a lot of the data that you need to, you know, to move forward with everything. So that's uh, that's good news. Yeah, it's hard to know if it's growing without you know people sending it back in reports, but uh, so far so good on the the registrations. We're about where we were last time at this uh, time. We were just crested over two hundred and thirty four. Uh, 234 registrations for on the K2BSA site. I haven't looked at the numbers over on uh, the Jota Jody site um, because those will be mixed between, you know, ham radio operators and non. So uh, I'm more interested in the ham radio side, obviously. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, our numbers are looking good. So uh, hopefully if we get every single one of those registrations to actually report back, that would be, that would be awesome. That would be great. Um, but we'd like more. So if you haven't registered, and I know a lot of you haven't registered yet, because uh, generally uh, by the time uh, Friday comes rolling around, uh, we should be uh, well over 300. Um, so I'm looking for, you know, another 70 or so of you guys to and gals to go ahead and register <laughs> your stations. And uh, let's get on the air and uh, let's talk about uh, scouting and ham radio and, 
promoting the hobby to the uh, youth. And if you can put a group together, that that's good. And, and I was talking to Jocelyn over at the Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting in Westchester, uh, Ohio today, uh, reminded me that they're hosting um, the event at the museum. And so if you come during museum hours on either the 19th or the 20th, um, if you're a scout or a leader in uniform, uh, you get in free to the museum and you can get on the air. Um, and they have reduced prices for um, adults and children uh, that are with the scouts. So it's a chance to come uh, check out the Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting over there in Westchester, Ohio, um, as well as get some scouts on the air. And they're going to do some demonstrations um, and that kind of thing because, you know, you can't have every scout on the radio at the same time so no uh, yeah you know that, and it's that's, always good what, that's something that you can do with uh with your own group yeah and it's always good especially if you have a group doing this is to have you know volunteers because you know the more volunteers you have uh you know the, obviously the more people you can cycle through the station um you know you know if you only have one radio it uh, really bores people standing around looking at the you know you cycling one or two through the station um so, uh, yeah, it's best to have, you know, a couple extra hands to help you out. Uh, obviously, if it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a sanctioned scouting event, you'll definitely need to have at least one registered adult and who's been properly youth protection trained uh, in your group. And that's generally not a problem because I know a lot of those guys are also ham. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, by now, it, you should have already planned your event if you're in a group. Uh, it does take quite a bit of uh, um, timing to get that handled, get on the calendar and everything else. Um, but, uh, you know, I've even, I've even thrown up a group in one week. You know, I sent out a blast of email. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a registered scouter. I got a couple of friends. We can all go out and throw up a radio over at uh, the park and say, you know, you show up, we'll get you on the air. Um, but we highly recommend you plan the event <laughs> so you can do all the logistics of, you know, what are we going to do when they're not, you know, on the radio? You know, exactly. we can talk about yeah. uh, demonstrating other aspects of amateur radio, you know, doing like little, you know, amateur radio direction finding, you know, building antennas, you know, taking apart antennas doing stuff with uh, Morse code keyers. Uh, there's lots of little things that you can do at your event to kind of, you know, augment the uh, actual demonstration of the radio. And you can find a lot of those resources on the K2BSA site for that. Well, Jamboree on the Air is one of many operating events going on this month and, and some contests. And um, Christian K0STH from the 100 Watts and a Wire podcast is busy tonight with his uh, daughter's dance recital, but he's here in spirit and by, uh, well, I said MP3, but I guess it's actually a wave, but but by recording. So here's a little bit about another operating uh, event that's uh, coming up this weekend. It's called Fallout, and, and, and we'll... Um, well, there was a little incident, so we'll, we'll let you hear about that. Well, 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 look who it is. Old Neil. The restraining order isn't awkward at all, is it, buddy? I told you, I didn't do it. You want to activate a summit? We'll go to the summit. I accidentally bumped you and you fell. So several hundred feet, sure. It was an accident. It was an accident. We have to practice for fallout. You know, 
We get up the mountain. I push you. I, I mean, you fall down the mountain. It, you know, these are things that happen. I don't have the insurance to cover this medical per- bill thing. How's your knee, by the way? Let me just get on with it. The 100 watts in a wire fallout is happening this week. It's actually happening right now. Or as you would say, Neil, right now. Beginning tonight, going all the way through the weekend until Sunday. You can get on the air and make contacts and and have a chance to win some prizes in the random drawing. October 11th, all the way through the 13th, we're going to start tonight. So 0-hundred UTC was the kickoff. Boop, we're underway. Set up your antennas outside. If you can, work from the comfort of your own shack. It's up to you. I say if you have a portable station, let's try to get it out before the weather gets too bad. And we say, mm, I don't know about that. I'm going to get the pellet stove going and uh, I'm cuddle with my honey. Because that's what people do. But if you can't go portable, no problem. You can work from your shack. Let's exercise our gear, get on the air. And you know what I like to do? I like to pretend there's something happening, whether it's a tornado or an earthquake. God forbid, but let's be ready for the fallout. Any band, any mode. Just give your call sign, a 100-watt ID if you have it, your state, province, maybe you're a DX country, and a, and a real signal report. There's a point system this year, Neil, and it's because there are a couple thousand dollars worth of prizes, but the point system is very easy. You're saying, see, child, I thought you said it wasn't a contest, my man. It's not. But because of the value of the prizes, I want you to at least work 25 contact points, and it's easy for you to do. You can work any station. Get on the air, call CQ Fallout. Teach people about the 100 Watts and Wire community. Make a contact. It's worth one point. If you work a station with a 100-watt ID, so it's worth asking, that's worth two points. And if you work any of the special op stations, it's worth Five points. All of the details are at 100wattsandawire.com. Click the activities page. It'll give you a list of prizes, what you need to do, and how to enter the random drawing. All right? Neil, my friend, thank you for this time. I should only be another 20 minutes or so. So uh, here we go. Let's start talking about it. I'd like to first start with the song. Uh, This is Whitney Houston. And uh, it's for you. I'm just kidding. I need to get outside and get this mask going, get this antenna up and start making contacts. Neil, bless you, my brother. Thank you so much. I'll see you down the road. Won't be too long. And I hope to hear you guys on the air. 7-3, everybody. This is Kilo Zero, Sierra Tango Hotel, listening for you during the 100 Watts in a Wire fallout. Well, there you go. There's uh, Christian, K-Zero-S-T-H, and, and, and Christian, the... The knees recovering, and 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 if you if you hear Christian on, you know he wanted a true signal report, so so don't give him a five nine. Whatever you do, you know make it like you know <laughs> one one or something. So well, anyway, fallout's going on, so uh, you can check that out as well. And we've talked about Joda, and we're going to talk a little bit about. School Club Roundup when I come back with Bill right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Heard it, worked it, logged it. 
it's time to get the transceiver that's best suited for your lifestyle, ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. Make the most out of contest season with one of these ICOMs today. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The IC7610 by ICOM is a direct sampling, software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has RF direct sampling, 110 RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual digicel. The IC7300 is changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. With RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and SD memory card slot. And, of course, the IC7 7851 keeps your competitive contesting edge with faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. ICOM's IC7851 is the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, memory keyer, digital voice recorder, high-resolution spectrum waterfall display, enhanced PC connectivity, and an SD memory card slot. For more information on ICOM radios, be sure to visit ICOM America dot com slash amateur join the conversation give us a call at 812 net ham one that's 812-638-4261 now here's more ham talk live here's the snap rap takes the rig he breaks through the pile up he's on 80 now 40 now 20 15 10 Two meters, touchdown, Ham Talk Live! Thanks to ICOM America for bringing Ham Talk Live your way and for powering K2BSA. Check them out at icomamerica.com slash amateur. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at hamtalklive.com. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And it's time now for your call. So if you have a question, give us a call, 812-638-4261. Or you can tweet us at hamtalklive. And if you're listening to us on WTWW, or the podcast edition, we're not here, it's Thursday night, so uh, you won't get anybody on the phone there, but uh, if you're listening live, give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. And, and Bill, one of the things that you know I always associate with this, because School Club Roundup is one of my big things with, with being a, a high school club sponsor, and and so we always kind of associate Jamboree on the air with School Club Roundup because it's either, you know, the weekend before or the weekend after. So we usually catch uh, a little bit of traffic on both sides. So uh, this year it's right before School Club Roundup. Yeah, yeah. That's always a good lead-in, too, because, uh, uh, you know, scouting is involved in a lot of the schools and, and, and so on and so forth. And it's always, uh, it's you know, another opportunity to get, you know, youngsters on the air. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely see a, 
a good 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 mashup of the two events being always next door to each other it, it makes a lot of sense <laughs> whoever planned that must have known yeah something. yeah there you go so <laughs> the the fall uh, school club roundup is always the third week of october and it's monday through friday so it's school days and um, at our school we get on after school some schools get on during the day but uh um, you know, it's another chance for you to get on and talk to some uh, youth out there and, and, and get them involved in ham radio. So School Club Roundup uh, is uh, October 21st through 25th. So don't, don't miss that and get on and, and, again, give them some people to talk to. There needs to be somebody on the other side of the radio. And if you can work with a school to get a club station going, that's, that's even better. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, speaking of getting getting involved and getting together, um, we were just talking in the break about uh, one of the comments we had uh, via Twitter about a, a club trying to you know get a local group together and and do this jamboree on the air event. And we always tell people that you know if you're really trying to work hard um, at you know getting Joda started or Jody started in your area where let's say there isn't a, you know an organ, organized you know group doing it. Um, you know, start working the district uh, roundtables. Uh, that way you get to the local district, you get there, they have a monthly meeting. I don't know of many districts that don't. And you start talking to the district executive and the people that are actually running, you know, the actual district mechanics. So you can get people involved. You can start getting it on the calendar. Uh, you know, the Jamboree on the Air uh, calendar is up on our website that kind of tells you when you should be doing stuff. And for you areas, for the areas that are having this issue where your club's interested in doing it, but can't get cooperation from a local council or a local district, or maybe you're only talking to a troop, you know, I don't know. Um, definitely, definitely start early and, and keep up with the engagement with the district and, and possibly even a council if you're in a, a larger area or smaller area where the councils are more representative. So um, that's all I could say to that is definitely, definitely start earlier and and talk people's ears off about this event. Yeah, planning is always good. If we know you know what's going on ahead of time, um, it makes it a whole lot easier to justify things in the youth world because uh, you know there's always those those uh concerns you know that that need to be addressed about you know legal things and liability and all that you know stuff that unfortunately has to be you know put into place to to safeguard people and and to make sure that you know the uh, resources are there to make it a successful event and so if you can plan ahead that that always helps yeah our planning calendar starts 10 months out so in January wow. is when you should start planning it. <laughs> That's when you should get it. Make sure it's on everybody's calendars, on everybody's newsletters. You kind of you start early, and uh, if you if you follow that calendar, um, it's just a recommendation, not required. But if you follow it, you can kind of gear up to making your event a success. Eight one two six three eight four two six one is the telephone number if you'd like to call in and talk about. Uh, any of these events, the uh, Jamboree on the air and internet or uh, Fallout or School Club Roundup, give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. Um, a little bit more about School Club Roundup. You can, you can find information about that on uh, 
the ARL website, and also don't forget about YodaRegion2.org over at uh, YodaRegion2. Uh, they try to promote all of the youth events um, in North, Central, and South America, so uh, you can check that out and get links to all of these places as well. So don't forget about that. Well, well, Bill, last we talked, you were out in West Virginia and uh, working the World Scout Jamboree. How how did things go? Yeah, things went really well at the uh, at the World Scout Jamboree. Like I said, we had uh, uh, you know forty five thousand scouts there. Uh, we saw about. Gosh, I want to say 3,000. I don't have the numbers pulled up right in front of me from the final report. But, uh, yeah, we saw about 3,000 in our tent. And uh, this year, uh, well, this for this event, we only had the demonstration station um, there. We didn't do Radio Merit Badge. Uh, we did have also the Amateur Radio Direction Finding Group. They were over in the orienteering section, and they saw quite a few scouts over in there. And, of course, we did three balloon launches, and we had the Aris contact with the uh with the space station which was really awesome to see that firsthand i've, I've kind of seen them online and stuff like that but never actually been to one actually happen and uh it was it was kind of it was kind of interesting amazing fun and scary all at the same time <laughs> 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 trying to organize and, and get all that to come off and you know luckily we have just the right people involved uh you know um you know mike w4uoo did uh you know took care of the soundboard and everything else for us made sure that contact was there and uh and of course jim running the microphone uh being the mc uh, master like he always is <laughs> uh it was it was great and uh, yeah we had a lot of fun we had over four thousand contacts uh we also had a an impromptu testing session while we were at the world scout jamboree for uh some of the adults in the camp and uh, two, two, uh, two of the people that we had in, in volunteering at our tent um, both took their licenses, uh, license test, and they both passed the first time. So they both got their technician license, one from uh, Liechtenstein and the other one from the UK. So it was really, really cool to see that we, we had two staff members that weren't licensed, but when they left the event, they were licensed. So we were 100% licensed in our, uh, in our event tent. So it was, it was pretty awesome. Well, that's great. That's uh, good news. So, sounds like that one went well, and and you don't even have Joda over with yet, and already you're you're planning the the National Scout Jamboree event. Yeah, we got the National Scout Jamboree coming up in 2021. Uh, it definitely feels like this is an every other year thing, but no, really, National Jamboree is every four years. It's just we had to squeeze a World Jamboree in the middle of it all. <laughs> Fortunately, it's at the same place, so uh, uh, we're real excited to uh, to kind of turn back on those antennas. We just got you know the new antennas for the World Scout Jamboree, and they did perform very very well. Uh, so we're real excited to, to get those back up in the air and and get those on. Uh, uh, on the icon gear uh, in 2021 and we're already kind of kind of retooling and refocusing we have some initial thoughts on on how we're going to do it i think we're going to focus this time on uh, the um, uh, uh, morse code interpreter strip as kind of what uh, what would be the normal radio merit badge program it's kind of an idea maybe more than an idea but uh, well, we're going to we're going to be all about morse code this time we have we've had so much interest in morse code at the event and not enough representation of it and i think this time we're going to uh we're going to try to go a little bit crazy with morse code so uh <laughs> we haven't put the call out for uh for uh, team members yet 
But uh, have that in mind. (laughs) (laughs) Brush up on the old CW. We need some CW ops uh, for National Scout Jamboree. So, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, so we're real excited about it. Yeah, I I think, uh, you know, that's a lot of... uh, a lot of good stuff, but uh, a lot of planning ahead. So good luck on uh, on getting it all squared away, and be sure to let us know what's going on and, and how people can help out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No calls, All right, huh? well, any, anything else? <laughs> I think we're going to wrap things up here, but uh, anything else we need to throw in here real quick, Bill? Uh, no, uh, you just uh, just remember uh, register at the national the inter- uh, sorry the gl- uh, world site the international site uh, jodajody.info and uh, the national site of course for the U.S. is k2bsa.net definitely register there um, as well uh, there is a net tonight in about twenty minutes or so uh, on the uh, Star Jambo three six five Star uh, Echolink node. Uh, where they have a, a, a the uh, U.S. radio scouting net every second Thursday of each month. And uh, this one luckily falls the week before Joda. So if you have Joda questions, there are a ton of Joda professionals that uh, attend that. And uh, I suggest you uh, connect over there and you can talk live with uh, Chris Overby and, and a bunch of other guys that uh, that help make Joda you know, a reality and uh uh, 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 the excellent event that it actually is. So that's the USA Radio Scouting Net over on Star Joda Dash Three Six Five Star. And I think okay. that's all I have. Yeah. And somehow we keep having you on right before that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just happens. The second right? Thursday <laughs> of the month, and it happens to be yeah, it happens multiple times. So. Well, Bill, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks uh, for filling us in on what's going on with Jamboree on the air and uh, some upcoming things with uh, K2BSA and and, uh, radio scouting. And we look forward to hearing from you again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Well, that's Bill Stearns, NE4RD. So that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Bill, NE4RD, and Christian, K0STH, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening. And I invite you all back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time when Jerry Ellsworth, AI6TX, and Amy Herndon, AI6ZU, will be here to talk about virtual reality in contesting. If you've heard about uh, their Kickstarter program, uh, it's it's going crazy uh, on some of this virtual reality stuff. And she's got some great ideas about using this in contesting. So we'll talk about that next week, and you'll have a chance to call in and ask your questions live. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, visit hamtalklive.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. That helps others find us faster. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Don't, <laughs> do